Somebody save me from this show. Why are we doing this to ourselves? Ugh, I do not know. Hey guys, I'm Bess. I'm Alex. And this is our season one wrap-up special episode. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So yeah, we just wanted to kind of, before we move on to season two uh, next week and wrap up all the cliffhangers that they left us with in the season one finale, um, we wanted to talk about some numbers and trends for a lot of the stuff we tracked this season and yeah, just and like maybe some, some thematic stuff broader thoughts yes you might have about the entire season as a whole so yeah. yeah so yeah we can start with um the numbers for all the stuff we have been tracking yeah so um <laughs> haha in case you forgot we are indeed tracking things i do love my spreadsheets and um so we tracked a bunch of things um so first of all, uh, we are tracking, um, like, drop plot threads, which basically is just, like, you know, like, how messy are the Smallville writers really? Like, what's their, right. what's their continuity here? And, um, there were a couple of things, like, I haven't been putting a ton of stuff on this list, no. but anything that, you know, I think might be... Seems like a question. Seems like a question. So we've got ten things on this list yeah. over the course of this Not season. Not all of these are really dropped plot threads no um there's stuff but there's stuff that like is mentioned that then like so i do think like martha's class yes i'm still really interested in yeah because this was mentioned twice once in the first episode and once in the 19th episode yeah so first of all we put this on the list in the pilot and this is one of three things that we put on the list in the pilot and it's the only one that got mentioned again. And we were really surprised, but it did get mentioned again in episode 19. The thing is, we still don't know what this class is. We don't... Why she's taking it. Right. We still... And we had about these, it apart from that it is a class. Right. We had all these questions. And, like, none of those questions have actually been answered. But they did bring it up again. They have not... They... At least... Over the course of one season, they did not forget the fact that Martha was apparently taking a class. Yeah. We still don't know what that class is. So um, yeah, of these, the ones that I really feel like are dropped plot threads. Um, um, Pleasant Meadows housing development. Yes, that which they mentioned like is is seems significant in the pilot yes. that there is going to be a housing development. It definitely doesn't seem like that actually happens. Yep. Yep. Um, no, and thinking about this last episode, it would be a pretty stupid move for Luther Corp to be funding a housing development. To be right. in Smallville and then close right. the plant that creates most of the business for Smallville. No, they would make a huge dumb. loss on their housing development. Right. <laughs> so, so that's a thing. I think that's pretty clearly dropped. Yes. Um, so yeah, so that was a thing that they started to set up in the pilot that just did not go anywhere. I nope. mean, we're not taking anything off this spreadsheet, so like, <laughs> stay tuned, I guess, yeah. to see if they ever bring that up again. But yeah. Um, and then there's there's one thing like Lionel's books on tapes, which we did address. Yeah, uh, that's not really a plot thread. It's no, just it's something not really we a thing. But it was uh, we did address it. A, a yeah. listener told us that you know it's just a reference to John Glover yeah. doing books on tape. And then oh, the fact that Clark is good at math did come up in two separate episodes. We put it on yes. here in episode five, and it came up again in episode seven, which so, is yeah, that I, much later. Basically, I'd like to see if they managed to like hang on to that as a character yeah. trait. Yeah. So like at all. so basically they mention it in like 
two episodes that are pretty close together in, like, early mid-season one. We'll see if they, like, keep that character trait throughout, like, the rest of high school. Yeah. There's still a lot of questions here. No, so the cold guy actually, I think, is definitely a question, right? Yeah. Because that so guy, that dude that guy is, who had cold powers. Yeah, he's um, frozen in Lex in Lex's lake, like, behind the mansion. Right, and that happened in the winter. Yes. When the stuff was frozen over anyway. Right, it's bomb now, now. The lake should have thawed. Yeah. So either the lake thawed and his corpse was in it, or Lex now has a magically frozen lake <laughs> that's not going to thaw. Both of those options are, uh, I have questions. No, somebody really should deal with that guy's, like, body question yep. mark. Yep, yep. <laughs> So, uh, that is just clearly going to remain a question mark. Um, Lex's particle accelerator has not come up again. Yeah, and I feel like if it was going to, it should have before now. Because now, like, obviously he doesn't Probably. have the funds to, like, spread around on particle accelerators. Right. Uh, I mean, we'll see. He's got other stuff going on. Yeah, that's, uh, like the Pleasant Meadows thing. That's pretty clearly a Luther Core yeah. Lex drop plot thing. Uh, and then we have two separate things on here about the Kent's cars, uh, which is that Martha, apparently, they have a second car, which is, like, Martha's sedan, possibly, but, like, the only time we ever see it is, is in one, one episode. episode. Yeah. And then in this last episode, their truck was blown up. Well, no, and, like, also, like, in the episode, they were very, like, before they knew it was sabotaged, Jonathan was just like, oh, must have been a problem with the fuel line, sorry, I didn't check that. Which is, like, like oh, trucks dude, are expensive. Dude, <laughs> dude, somebody who just had to replace a car, that shit is not cheap. It's no. not cheap. Like No, I kind of feel like that's this thing where, like, the small vote writers are very much like, oh, they don't have a lot of money, they're really struggling, but they, like, don't really know how to, like, actually... But also... Like, because eh. they have, like, a real nice house. I mean, like, not that their, like, actual property would be an expense no. for them. No. But, like, I don't know, they just seem like they have, like, like, they never actually don't have enough stuff, you know? Right. So... Well, I mean, and, like, I don't know. Also, I have... So many questions, which I'm not even going to get into, on the insurance stuff on replacing the Kent's truck when it was blown off. <laughs> I'm just not even going to touch that. Who knows? But yeah. So going forward into next season, both of these are from kind of like late season yeah. one. So we'll see going forward. So yeah, if, that's... if they ever talk about like having to replace that truck. Yeah, or, or the fact that they have a second car for, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so that's uh the drop plot threads. Um yeah, I think we I think like we're not gonna change that list, but I think like definitely so, like stuff like the Pleasant Meadows is like that's officially one hundred. Pleasant Meadows dropped. and like the cold guy frozen in the lake. I would be genuinely bowled over if yes. they actually ever Either address those, those again. Yeah, totally. They totally. no. They won't. They're done. Like the particle particle accelerator, maybe, but like Right. No, those two are, they're, they're done. They're, they're dropped. Um, so we also tracked a whole bunch of, we have a page called Deaths, etc. Right. So, um, so we tracked Deaths, maybe Deaths. Right. Uh, put, people who are put on an ambulance and convenient amnesia. And then also 
the number of those people who were put on an ambulance or died that were in Clark's high school class, or at least, like, were at yes, high school at with high him. school with him. Some of them definitely were in his actual class. Most of them were in his actual class that we tracked. Yeah. A couple were, like... Maybe could have been not, but it's yeah. unclear. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, so... There's a lot of death. Like, there's 23 deaths over the whole season. Yeah. But well, so there's 21 episodes, so that's an average of more than one per episode. Yeah, just barely. Um, um Just over one person dies per only, episode on average, which only, is... Only um, two to maybe three of those people are in Clark's class. Yes. However, seven of the eight people who were put on an ambulance were in Clark's class. Yeah, which So is... that's a lot of the, like, the meteor mutants villains are, like, his classmates. Yes. Who then are put on an ambulance. Yeah, and I do think it is significant that, um, mostly when they have, it's really notable that when they have, like, teenager mutants, like, Freak of the Weeks, um, it's very likely that they will get put on an ambulance versus nearly all the, pretty much, I think, all the... Most of the, a lot of the adult villains Bar are, one. Yeah. All of the adult, like, meteor freaks of the week... Right, and it's, um, Die. It's the, uh, Jitters, Jitters. guy. Right, Jitters. Who is portrayed very sympathetically. Exactly. He is um, the only adult, like, meteor mutant who is not killed at the end of the episode. Or arrested. Right. Um, there are a couple who are arrested. Just arrested. But they're mostly not meteor mutants, they're just... Well, they... Some of them have, like, meteor-related powers, but they're not... They're, like, temporary. Right. The uh, tattoo gang yeah. guys, etc. But, yeah, they just get... Uh, there are a few who just get arrested, and it's, like, not really a kryptonite issue. But mostly they kill the adults. But, yeah. So, like, one thing this means is that during this year, ten... Yes. To 11, or no, sorry, uh, nine. 9 to 10 people in yeah. a Clark's High School class were killed or arrested in a put-on-an-ambulance-y kind of, or put-on-an-ambulance, yeah, which right. covers a so, variety of things. Right, but, so sorry, we should probably back up. So our definition of put-on-an-ambulance is basically our way of talking about the people, like... Right, they're, they're medium, um, medium mutants who are, like, maybe sort of arrested, but frequently they're, like... They're going to get medical care. Uh, right. Um, they, they so, say- Tina, um, the character, that early uh, shapeshifter character who right. was played by, um, what's her name? Uh, from Mean Girls. Yeah. The one who was in love with Lana. Yes. Um, and, or, um, the Amy Adams Amy character, character, or the Adam Brody character. All of these, all of these. Right. People who have, like. People Clark's age who. Right. Who have meteor powers and also, like are vaguely sympathetic in the sense that, like, they sort of imply that, like, the stuff they do is, like, because they are troubled. Right. Um, if they the, have hurt someone, the sort it's because of, like, they are troubled. Buffy-style, like, issue Right. Stuff. So a lot of them are, like, either kind of arrested, but you're like, okay, but, like, they have superpowers, so how would you hold them? Right. Or, like, a lot of them are actually like, oh, they're going to get medical treatment slash, like, psychological Whatever, yeah, but, Um, like, also, again, like, they have superpowers, so, okay. But so, Um, like, nine to ten people died, slash, were put on an ambulance in Clark's class, and are permanently, like, removed from the student body. Right. Um, That is... You would notice that. There's a certain number of people that 
at our like at our school we went to a giant yeah public we went to a school. school with five hundred people in our class more um I mean by the time we reached senior yeah. year but there was over six hundred people in our freshman okay. class um but I mean even if you two hundred right. of those were gone for various reasons by the time we got we so graduated right. like ten people but, could leave without you necessarily really noticing but you would know if they all were like but, killed but in violent incidences yeah. or like there involved were, in like weird crimes right or, like, no there were yeah. there were people who just left or transferred schools or moved away or dropped out of school or any of those things but yeah, if somebody dies, yeah, that's a giant fucking deal. And really, Smallville ought to have a pretty small student body, right? Because like, it's to a be small like small fucking town, highish percentage of ten class. people of your high school class is like no, like honestly, like, like I feel like saying like there's a hundred people in their class would actually probably be way too high. That's but that's generous. Even so, like, saying that, that's even saying 10%? that, that's ten percent of your high school class. What? It would be so noticeable. <laughs> no. And then their principal was murdered too. Oh yeah, and also their principal. And the, the football coach. Like there were there the statistical Two like, teachers. Yeah. And, and then ten students. And then you're talking about the deaths that didn't occur to the students too. Right. Like not all of them occurred in Smallville, but a lot of them did. The crime rate in Smallville is crazy. No. Oh <laughs> my god. It's just no, it's absolutely nuts. It's nuts. So yeah, we do also... Um, no, and it's not, you know, like... So there were 20... This is this is very much the kind of thing that you can also say about Buffy, um, you know? Yes. Uh, Buffy, but, like, acknowledged yeah. it later on. Right. Uh, Swabbles. No. Not going nope. to do that. No, 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 no. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's in a certain way, a, you know, an effect of the genre. Right, but right. I just think it's kind of... Funny too. Yeah, they don't. They don't deal with that. They don't even lampshade it later, no, they do don't. they? Because they don't really do that kind of thing no. too much. No, no, um, and like, and Smallville also doesn't have like a consistent. Um, there's no consistency in terms of like there being like background characters who show up who right. are in their class. There's just like the core cast, and then whoever. Yeah, that's shows the other up. thing is that Smallville like literally does not have recurring characters. Except a few people involved with Lex, right? Um, um, no, and like and that's later, it it maybe gets more recurring characters, but not not like not classmates. No, no, there's not classmates. There's not teachers. No. There's not like most other like high school shows at least have like. Recurring no, I mean characters? certainly like Buffy, which is obviously like especially in season one, the most obvious like comparison to make with Smallville. Buffy, right, like didn't uh, over time built up a pretty good cast of like background high school. Like, right, like there's that guy who was gay and like Jonathan and like yeah. Other well, people. I mean, and even just like early Buffy, like Miss Calendar. Right, right. You know, like there's there's other people who exist in this universe like, who consistently yeah. show up. The only character I can think of at that school was the principal, and they killed him before yeah. the season was out. No, and he showed up, like... Three times? Three or four times or something, yeah. Yeah. That's... I can't think of literally anybody besides the principal that was a recurring character. No. I know. Right, Everybody they, they else like, also was, don't have teachers I guess, that are I guess consistent. Chloe's dad. Chloe's dad. Uh, but, but he mostly showed up in the context of Lex, which right. is the context with in which they actually do have recurring characters, but... No, well, I mean, and if we're doing that, like, like 
the family members of main characters, right? Like, Nell does show up repeatedly. Um, I guess that's Whitney's true. Whitney's dad does show up repeatedly. But you yeah. kind of have to be, you have to be the core cast or, like, related to the core cast. Right. Like, directly. There's no, right. like, just general, like, Well, it's oh, not even, like, siblings, it's right. parents of the right. core cast. Um, right. And or, we, well, parental yeah. guardians. Oh, and we don't meet any of Pete's relatives. Nope. Even though, like, they are kind of mentioned in terms of, like, the plant, you know, being sold. Right, no, but whatever, not, but, yeah. Um... But yeah, so like, well, yeah, but there's no, there's no, there no teachers or students apart from the principal are recurring at all. So like, whoever is involved in the particular drama of the episode, they'll be like, oh, there's this girl and she's popular or unpopular, and there's this guy and he's whatever, and then right. like one well, of them will die or something. But like, even the ones who don't die, you never see them before that, and you nope. never see them after that. Nope, nope. Yeah, it's super. Like, I'm pretty sure that like. That guy who won student the the the, the president the student president election oh, yeah. is not going to like show up next year nope. as the student president. Nope. They're just never gonna mention that nope. again. So Yeah. <laughs> so Smallville terrible at building a like recognizable right. cast of characters outside of their main cast. Um but yeah, so so overall, there were 23 deaths this season. Um, there were, on top of that, an additional three deaths, question deaths that marks. we're not sure about. One was just a question of um, the one guy in Zero, of, like, whether he actually was, like, died at the end. Yeah, there's... Or yeah. if he, Basically, like, there's a couple of people who, like... And then All these people are like, a thing happened to them, and then they were gone, well, but we're not sure if they're dead. There's, exactly. There's that the guy... guy who turned into bugs. Yeah, and then the other two were meteor mutants that were part of Clark's class. Right. There was the bug guy who turns into bugs, and we were pretty sure that was a death, but then we realized that he shows up yes. in a later season, so... Well, we, uh, I, I looked it up and found out that he shows up in a later yes. season that I had not seen. Right. In an absolutely ridiculous context. Exactly. But, so, like, apparently he didn't die, but... uh, It sure he, seemed like it at the time. He turned into bugs and then disappeared. Yeah. And then and there's then that guy the, who was stuck in a pond. The previously mentioned cold guy who was stuck in Lex's pond. Yes. Technically not officially a death, but right. uh basically a death. So that is the so there's those three people in the death question mark column. And then yeah, eight total people put on an ambulance, seven of which were in Clark's class. And then the last thing that we tracked were incidences of convenient amnesia. Yes, which there were four uh this season. Uh there's gonna be more as they do more like People are right. mind whammy by various things. Yep, but basically, like, ways in which they keep people from finding out about Clark's powers to a sort of ludicrous degree later. Right now, there were just four instances this season, which is kind of a lot. Two of them were in one episode. So yeah, so those were... That's, those that's, were, that's our stats. That's our season. our season stats. Um, So... The other numbers thing that we tracked was, of course, the Lex evilness rating. So, we got some interesting results here. So, um, this, it never went over five. Yes. Um, which is not surprising yeah, for season one. Right. For early seasons, um, yeah, didn't go over five. Um, and in fact, uh, there were only four episodes this season where it went over two. Right. And two um, is 
pretty low on yeah. our on our thing. So yeah, right. Um, uh, so we have an average of one point seven six, um, and a median of one. So yes. like, yeah, it's it's pretty low. The thing is, like, I think it often like the times where it did get to like four or five frequently felt a little bit like out of nowhere. Yeah, no, um, it was it it was like noticeable. especially like looking at this where we've got like the first three episodes are one, two, and one, and then episode four is five. And yep. it's like, that's quite and it was a like, peak. Whoa. Yeah, and like to remind you, like, one and two are basically like he he barely has to do anything in order to get up to a one. Yeah. One and is literally like nothing that he actually does. It's just like they like remind us that he's vaguely menacing. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then two is not actually like a set thing, but it's like it was higher than level one, but it didn't hit level three, which is, like, level three is where we actually start outlining specific, right. like, like right. unethical or bad or quote-unquote evil things that he can do to start, you know, to, to bump up his evilness rating. And so he only got above a two four times in a 21-episode season. That said, two of the, those were fives. Right. Um, there was one three and one four. Yeah, I mean, like, it's... No, it feels it feels pretty, like, like, I think watching the season episode to episode, a lot of times it feels pretty, like, yeah, the higher ones feel kind of out of nowhere in some ways. But, yeah. Yeah, so what I'm most actually curious about is, like, how it's going to look going forward. Um, yeah. Because my vague memory is that, like, actually seasons two and three have less of those peaks than this season does. Mm, but yeah. we will see. So so that's all kind of like the stuff that we tracked this season. Right. Um in terms of larger uh sort of arcs. Oh the other thing that we wanted to talk about is um the um so Alex was looking at the you were looking at the saving. Oh yes. Numbers. Hang on. Yeah. Uh I just closed that. So the other thing that we were looking at this season is, um, we didn't actually track this, Yeah, but, but on the Smallville Wiki, yeah. uh, body count page, they also track people who are saved, which is, like, in terms of, like, numbers, pretty inexact, because there's a lot of repetition, and sometimes it's kind of vague also how many people were saved. Yeah, no. But, um, um so that's not actually statistically meaningful, however, they They is... track, like, who, like, the main characters that Clark saves repeatedly, and how many times... Yes. And how many times... So, like, we have, uh, he saves Lana and Lex six times each. So, mm -hmm. like, they are on par, saving-wise. <laughs> I think, actually, I've seen stats for, like, the entire series, and, like, it's possible that Lex actually slightly edges out Lana Jeez. in terms of times he oh needs to be God. saved. So they're, they're the most repeated saves uh, yeah. out of everybody, and they're at the same level. And I think that really... It's so interesting because they are like paralleled. Their relationships to Clark are paralleled. Um, like we saw that yeah. no, in, in a, a couple episodes ago when Chloe was talking about how she's like, or like Pete was talking about how Chloe is jealous of of how Clark will drop everything for either Lana or Lex. Yeah. Well, I mean, all that said, Chloe is next on this yes. list, right? Chloe, right. So, so then it's Chloe five, Pete three, 
Martha four, Jonathan and Whit- Whitney once each. Right. So it actually goes Lex and Lana at the top, then one down a piece. Chloe, Chloe Martha, Martha, Pete, Jonathan. Right. Um, which I which think is, is like super interesting. Definitely because... like sexisms. Like I think it like the reason that Martha gets saved a bunch more times than Jonathan is because she is his mom and not his dad. Yep. You know. Yep. 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 Um, Unquestionably, and like you'd think, like based on roles in the show. I mean, aside from the fact that like they f- frequently forget Pete exists. Right. Theoretically. Pete and yeah, Chloe Pete and should Chloe be are about like on par, should on they? the same kind of level. And yet he saves Chloe five times and Pete only three. Right. Um, but again, it's really stark here how high up their Lex is when both the other two guys are at the bottom of the list. Yeah. Right. Um, that's definitely, like, significant and interesting, I think. Uh, and no, totally. And, like, we have Just haven't... in terms of, like, Lex's place on this show. No, Lex is, right. And And Lex is kind of like, I don't know, we haven't, this is, I read some essay about this ages ago, but like Lex is kind of interestingly gendered, actually. Like Mm. he has a certain amount of like effeminacy Um, in some ways. And then in other ways, he's like pretty, like represents masculinity pretty strongly. It's like really paradoxical. Yeah. But like, yeah. So like he's, he's, you know, sort of the damsel in distress in this show as much as Lana is. Yeah. Right? And they're, like, the targets of everybody. Yeah. Kind of, is, like, right. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's, def- it's definitely, like, interesting to look at that because that's, I think, says some interesting things about both, like, the sexism in the show and right. also, like, the, the yeah, no. purpose Lex's character plays. The role he plays, I right. guess. Right. No, and I feel like it's, you know, like, the thing that they start out with of Clark saving him in the pilot is just all about the kind of, like, irony, right? Right. Um, but as the show goes on, there's a lot more, like, it yeah. builds up into just being, like, I don't know, something else. Yeah, I don't know, it's just, we can also look at this more going forward into future right. seasons, but it's... Because there's stuff, there's stuff about the way that, like, also that Lex, uh, and Lion, or Lex and Lana's relationship to Clark is parallel that we haven't really gotten to yet. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's, that's interesting, and it'll be an interesting thing to look out for going forward. Switching away from numbers. Yes. Um, more thematic stuff. Right. Man, I don't know. So, I'm trying to think if, like, you could say, like, if you could talk about, like, any of the characters, like, having an arc over this season, you mm. know? Um. I think... They kind of tried with Lana. Right, but, like, what is it? Basically, like, oh, well, so finding right, right. herself and, like, trying to... So the, the sort of, yeah... Taking charge of her life and stuff. Right. Which is pretty much just represented by opening the Talon um, yeah. in the end. There's For other the stuff, but they kind I of, mean, like... Well, the other thing is that, I mean, she doesn't... St- say she she never actually does tell no, Whitney that I, she'll wait for him. I actually find that kind of surprising and sort of good. Yeah. Um, no, I mean it is. Like I mean because I do feel like Lana in the pilot would Yeah. You would, would have just right. said okay. No, because like a lot of the, her stuff is kind of like going along with everything's everyone's expectations of right, her. Right, exactly. Stuff. God, I don't know. It's so like I I so much of that stuff is like when you really 
like I find that as a story when you describe it really interesting. Yeah, but it so isn't like actually not like, on in the, the show. Right? Um, they they sort of imply some stuff that if you then like you know think about it a ton and like make it into something that like is coherent and makes sense right. is well, really I mean, interesting. This but, like, is kind of why yeah. like over the course of the season of this podcast, I basically right. like talked myself into no, I like, totally have talked myself into like super indignant at the writers really, on Lana's behalf. Sort of liking Lana in a in a way. Or right. at least like feeling like I want her to be so much better. Like there's the beginning of something that they just never Yeah. You know, totally. Yeah. But no, so like yeah, that's so much of it is like like I feel like the only arc Clark actually has is like about like who he's dating. Like I can't really yes. think of anything else that like really no, I mean, he doesn't really... Like, because, like, Clark is, like... Theoretically, this show would actually be about him, like, growing into a hero, right? Except for the I fact just don't that think Clark is one of the is. most stagnant characters no, on the show. Like... Um, and it's, like, I mean, it's fair enough, I guess, at this point, that they're not engaging too much with the heroicsness of it. Like, given... I mean, given that they do run ten seasons. Right. But, um... But yeah, it's like his only deal really is like that he's super into Lana the whole season and like has a bunch of angst about it and like eventually decides to like not pursue her and instead do this thing where he tries to date Chloe. Um, right. Well, very briefly. Right. But like, you know, in terms of this actual season, that's that's how it ended. Right. Um Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't I can't really think of anything else he actually like dealt with. No. That really but then again, like, did, I mean, obviously, like, Pete didn't really have no, an Pete didn't have an Pete arc. didn't show had, up enough Pete to have an arc. Pete had one episode where he had, like, an actual character. Chloe didn't really have an arc beyond the, like, love interest thing. No, I guess not. Um, I mean, like, Whitney had an arc. But That's actually, is... yeah, like, Whitney had, like, the most, like, I don't know if he had an arc. Like, it was... It, but he had sort of the most, well, like... he did. He no, started out so. as, like, the, like, like, no. mean bully No, Whitney, Okay, Whitney definitely, like, actually changed the most. Yes. It's just, like, the way he changed didn't make it It didn't necessarily sense. follow, but he had like, an arc. Right, no, it, uh, yeah, absolutely. He, like, actually changed the most. It's just, like, it never, like, really followed one step to the next and also added up to just, like, well, then he left the end. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> But I mean, but, but he that's, no, that's true. That's he true. changed. He and Lana are the two people who like really had <laughs> that's arcs. So weird, actually. Which is so weird. When, no, like, you well, say so, it, okay. But when... Like Lex absolutely had an arc. Did um, he? Well, Lex because Lex had came to, to appreciate Smallville. Well, I don't know if that's true. Lex had to spend the whole season actually deciding, like, getting to the point where he would stand up to his father to the extent that he okay. would he would do this thing. Like, sure. I think that's. You know, that wasn't always present, but, like, there was enough stuff of him, like, I, I think that they came back to that sure. reasonably frequently. Sure. Um, it, it isn't, yeah. But that's, that is when you look at, like, actual change across the no. character. right. That that's is a- less dramatic than both, I think, like, Lana and Whitney's arcs, which is weird. It is weird. But it's, I think it's true. Yes. I think, though, that, that sort of, uh, the thing about Lex is you is you have to buy into... And this is where you start getting into really interpretive stuff. Yeah. But I think they do imply that, like, he changed a lot just in the pilot. 
you know? Sure. Which is not, like, you don't see that change over time then. Right, but exactly. They sort of vaguely imply, right? And this is, like, that he was, like, before he came to Smallville, he was just sort of, like, partying all the time or something. Yeah. See, and this is where, like, I couldn't... I, it's so... But that's so very all, like... No, it's it's really show. it is, and it's really tropey. Um, you have to kind of like like the only way that you can kind of read it and know what it means is that you kind of like already know what they're going for because it's sort of a trope. Yeah. Um, like I actually realized when I was reading an essay about uh uh Henry the Fourth that it's like that thing. It's like because Prince Prince Hal. Oh. Okay. Um, the thing of like, it's sort of that deal where like Prince Hal is like the heir to the throne or whatever, but he's just off, like, partying and, like, disappointing everybody. But then, like, at the end of, at the end of, uh, Henry IV Part 1, he, like, steps up and is, like, no, like, I've just been, like, I've been wasting my time, but, like, now I'm, like, stepping up. And the thing in that is that he's, like, uh, he says that he's, like, I'm actually, like, doing all this fucking around so that when I do step up, everyone will be super impressed in a way (laughs) that they wouldn't be if I had, like, actually been, like, on point the whole time. Um, but the thing is, we didn't actually no, see like, any of right. Lex's fucking run, apart from, like, flashbacks with, like, the Club Zero thing, right, but then like, like it kind was, of a different deal. Right. Well, so that, yeah, and they sort of, the stuff that they implied that you would sort of think Club Zero would be about before they got to it, like, wasn't. Was not. It yeah, was right. not that thing. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I feel like they sort of, like, they never actually, like, say that he, like did drugs or had a bunch of sex. Right. You kind of have to assume that that's what they mean, but they never actually say that. Actually, this is actually a slightly interesting tangent relevant to that. We actually, um, Alex found a thing that apparently- Like, I was looking at, like, what awards, like, season one was, like, nominated for or won, but, uh, the Parents Television Council- Had it on their which top like, ten list of shows. Which is, like, um, hilariously, like, conservative No, right, bullshit. like, they're, 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 well, and I don't know, I'm actually gonna check what season of Buffy this would be. They had Buffy as their, like, worst show. Um, <laughs> and that was have been, oh, I bet that's, by right. 2001, is that, were they, were they season already doing? Six. Yeah, that's when they did the Lesbian Willow. And I'm sure that's why. Right. I'm sure that's why. Right. Um. So, like, yeah, like, this show is so, like, even the stuff where it sort of engages with, like, concepts that might be, like, considered, like, you know, like, Ooh, like, it, like, yeah. it implies the existence of drugs or does, like, semi-metaphorical, even... like, like in the tattoo episode right. where they were, like, kind of were drugs. Right. And then it's always the very, like, special episode like drugs are bad right message right and and it doesn't even involve drugs anyway right or like you know where they were like they were aware right that there was like a slash potential with clark and lex oh yeah but they never they that wasn't overt it was completely um, all the all the queer subtext right is and subtextual. Then, like, right and then like the, the stuff that even the stuff that's really strong with like that one girl who was totally in love with lana right was like that was part of a like trope story that's, like, pretty homophobic and, like, basically right. treats, like, homosexual desire as, like, scary and Evil bad. And, yeah, yeah, right. So, right. yeah, no, I mean, it, it really is, like, it makes a lot of sense that, uh, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, when I first saw that, it seemed, like, kind of weird, but then, like, the more I think about it, it's like, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah. 
No, and I mean, you know, other than that, it's very, like, basically, it's, it's funny for me to think about just, like, watching this television show through a lens of, like, basically through a lens of, like, Jonathan is good and right in all of the points he Right, makes. because I think, you know? like, you're mostly supposed to think that he is. Right, and um, just, like, and it's so it's the worst, and I unfathomable to me. Like, I just, I no. can't fathom because I think watching the show and reacting to it like, first of all, we have had slash goggles since yeah. a very young age. But I can't imagine watching this and not just, like, picking up on the whole, like, queer metaphor with, like, Clark's powers and Well, stuff. right, but that's, the thing about that is even within that context, it's but, like, because Jonathan is sort of right, like, Jonathan is so is telling him to stay in the closet. Right. He's telling him to stay in the closet through the whole show. Right. Even when that's sort of at odds with, like, the actual premise of him eventually becoming Superman. Right. Like, it, it sort of seems like this show is not really necessarily totally down with that, like, as a thing. Yeah. You know? And then, like, the way that Lex is, like, obviously, like, the symb- most symbolically, like, queer kind of thing, and, like, is very sympathetic at this point, but you still, like, know that he's always going to be evil. Yeah. Um, and then all of the other meteor mutants who are, like, variously kind of coded, like, obviously, like, in the cases, like, that one girl who was in love with Lana, Tina. like, real yeah. strongly, but, right. like, uh, I think, like, broadly they sort of metaphorically can function as, like, also being queer in some ways, because that's, right. like, part of the reason that Lex is, like, metaphorically queer is yeah. that he's, like, a meteor mutant. Right. And because he's visibly a meteor mutant, because he's right. old. But, like, the way that they are always, like, sort of, like, sympathetic, maybe, but, like, they have a problem. Yeah. That needs to, you know? No, it's all just, like, I just, I can't even imagine watching this show and, like, not reading it on that level at all. Yeah. And just, like, taking for granted, um, like, a surface level, like, oh, every, like, Jonathan is right and everything he says is right. And, but, like, I guess if you read the show on that level, then, like... <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, so that was just an interesting tidbit. Before we got off on this tangent, what were we talking about? I don't know. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, oh man. I mean, people's character development, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like... But so yeah, I mean, like, that's sort of... I, I, I always feel like sort of this show doesn't... isn't actually invested in Clark becoming a hero. Because yeah. the show sort of doesn't want him to, on the one hand. Because, right. like, the, the part of the show that is Jonathan is, like, just wants him to stay in the closet. Yeah. You know? I had forgotten how much I really hate Jonathan in this show. Like, really, really, really. The more the more I talk about this show, the more I just hate Jonathan. It's 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 really noticeable how much Clark doesn't actually have any kind of arc except for like yeah. who he is dating. Right. Um Which is like yeah, no, I mean yeah, Whitney Whitney gets an arc. Lana gets an arc, like, poorly done, but... No, totally. And, like, Lex... Well, and the other thing about, like, Lex is, like, they have clearly, like, established the beginning of right. the, like, right. Clark, like, the thing is, Clark like... and Lex relationship arc. Right. Which I think they don't actually, like, as you go on, follow through on properly. But, well, like, they don't follow through on it consistently. Right. But, like, it's so, like, you, you, you know, because this show operates entirely on your meta-knowledge. Right. Um, 
they can just have the beginning and that feels sort of satisfying in itself. Yeah, I mean... Um, because you, you can fill it in pretty Right, well. they are very much relying heavily on, like, dramatic irony for right. a lot of stuff, particularly early on here, that they're doing. Right, so, like, that's not, like, at this point in itself exactly an arc with Lex, but it does feel like his character is, like... Interesting. They're, and like, that's right, like, they're setting him up yeah. for, they're obviously setting him up for a thing. It doesn't quite feel like we've gotten the payoff. Right, but like, but, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have at this point. Like, right, That's exactly. not actually a flaw up to this point in the uh, show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's revisit this in like season five. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah. Which, you know, which is like, why so much fanfiction, like you can, people just kind of were like, Frequently, I feel like with fanfiction, people will just skip to whatever point in that, like, evolution of their relationship they want to. So, like, mm-hmm. you can, you can, in a fanfiction, like, tell the story of, like, how they fell out or whatever. Or you can, like, skip ahead to, like, they're already enemies and just, like, everyone I kind of assumes feel the like, right sort of thing. I feel like the latter of The latter is much more common. Way more um, common. Like, yeah, I, I'm personally really, like, fix that actually do the Fallout, but it's not, there aren't that many of them. No, I'm trying um, to think of, like, fix that I've read where they, like, talk about that and it's, like, I can't think of any off the top of my head. No. Well, I, I personally find that immensely appealing, so, like, I will, like, of course seek you out and, like... Remember those fakes a lot, yeah. But yeah, no, it's not. It's not super common. But you can you can just kind of jump to or like you know. There, I think there's a certain amount of fakes that are like exist in this time where you're like, the tension is building. Yeah, you know? right. And it's like right. there hasn't been like a total collapse of their relationship, but like right. it's further along on that track. Sure. And the thing is, people wrote all those fakes without actually, you know, the show didn't really have to do any of that. You could kind of just, like, extrapolate it. Right, I was just gonna say, like, basically all you need is, like, the premise of Smallville in order to, like, write most of that. Yeah. Lex does not... Right. Very like, much Lex's, have like his actual arc is about season long character arc, but he right. does have he's got a larger show arc over the course of the show that has been like pretty clearly like plotted out right from what we've seen this season, yeah, and like and a lot of the other characters like that are actually like pretty stagnant this season, like at least like we've we get a really good sense of, like, who they are as characters, yeah. like, I mean, Chloe or Jonathan. Like, right, it's true that it is. Well, so, like, I don't I don't ever expect characters like Jonathan or Martha to have an arc in, in a show like this. No. Because um, that's not really, They're like, not the teenagers who are in this teen drama. They Although are... I think it's notable that, like, you could say, like, with Buffy that, like, Giles did. Well, um, here's the thing. But Buffy is I think such in, a, like... I think in genuinely good shows that are, like, teen yeah. dramas but have, like, adult characters, the, ca- the, the adults, adults still have... I mean, right. like, the OC, yeah. the adults totally had arcs in the OC. Although I, though... I feel like probably it's, like, that will happen um, much more slowly. Or Buffy. Or time. Like, you'll wait a little... It depends. It depends what how the show is structured. It depends. But like yeah. sometimes you'll you'll that will happen. That won't happen right away right. as much as like the teen characters having their stuff will. Right. Um. Yeah, but I don't. You know, like the way that like and 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 also like just in terms of like Superman. Yeah. Like Jonathan and Martha Kent are so set up like in Superman that's, mythos that's also to true. be like, like supportive figures and not not change in any way. Right. Um. And I right. think they're they're they, that's still pretty much true in Smallville. 
Um, like, I think the way that Jonathan is a supportive figure is, like, weird and fucked up, but, like, yes. he doesn't change. Until and, he like, dies. Right. Yeah. Um, like, Jonathan remains the same and then he dies. Yeah. Martha has plot lines. Yeah, well, but she doesn't Martha particularly randomly change. becomes a senator and stuff. I don't know about- And then, like, leaves the show, but- I mean- Yes, I mean, also she works for Lionel, and yeah. So they 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 do some plot stuff. It never really amounts to like feeling like an actual like character change. I don't think. No, but like I said, Martha has plot lines. She doesn't really change. Jonathan basically. Yeah, Jonathan has like stuff, but like again, it's like not character stuff. It's right. just like plot stuff. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. No, I do feel like that's maybe a point. Because generally, like, in Superman stuff, John Anethan and Martha Kent exist to make occasional appearances and be, like, representative, like, supportive, nice family people. Yeah. And it, like, that works really well when they're not in every episode of a TV show. Right, right. Um, yeah, so it, it, it may be kind of, like, they're still kind of working on that template. Right. And it maybe is a little bit in conflict with, like... The, the, the format of a weekly television show, to, yeah. yeah. Because it's hard to have permanent cast members who do nothing from week to week. I mean, it's not that hard. <laughs> they manage it pretty well. But well. Not even just with them. Okay. <laughs> but you know, well, it's like, like you it's know not, what I'm no, saying. No, it's absolutely, it's like, it's like kind of weird. It, it, it creates a sort of weird situation where they can't really like have them do too much. Right. Um. I mean, and in general, they're kind of hemmed in. Like, but a lot of shows are in different ways. But, like, shows yeah. that are based on mythologies like this are, like, hemmed in by certain restrictions. Yeah, I mean... And this is, like, one of them that's kind of affecting this show. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, okay, so, like, I was kind of... Do we want to try and get me to express my, like, theory of Lex a little bit? Okay, um, go for it. Because I don't know how much, you know, I, I haven't really, like, tried to articulate this to other people. All right. Um, but, yeah. So, like... I, Part of it is, is, but whatever. So he, he has like, he obviously has a tendency to like think of his life as a narrative and as himself as like an important person in this way that like, you know, he's been, he's like the heir to a thing basically, right? Right. That like creates that kind of feeling. Right. And I think like, we're definitely supposed to think that like when he was first, like his dad sent him to Smallville and he was totally like this is some bullshit thing that I'm not invested in. Right. And then, like, the thing with Clark saving him happened, and he talked about all the time about how that was such a, like, he thought, you know, he had this experience of flying, and he was like, I should have died, but, like, I was saved, and there has to be, like, a reason for that, and I want to know about it. Right. Um, and, it like, was like a sort of baptism. Right, like, it, very baptism-y. Yeah. Um, and I also think, like, this gets into, like, later stuff, kind of. Sure. But I sort of think that, like, Lex thinks that he is a bad person. Like, okay. just basically, I think part of the reason for that is, like, this is season three spoiler stuff that we haven't gotten to yet. Sure. But, like, is Julian, right? Right. Who he, his mother killed, and then he took the blame for, and then that was, like, a traumatic enough event that he did not actually remember what happened, so he actually did, like, think that he killed him. Okay. So, basically, I think, like, that he is sort of, like, that's part of it, but, like, he, he sort of just thinks that, he, like, there is such a thing as being just, like, inherently not a good person, and that he is that. Um, what do you mean by... 
Well, see, this is the thing. I don't actually operate on this worldview where there is such a thing as not a good person, but, like, it's sort of like he believes in sin, right? Um, okay, so, see, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to figure out is, like, is because, is, is in what way you mean this. Because, like, I say, like, all the time, like, I'm, it's okay, I'm not a good person. Well, see, but, like, but, like I don't think you mean this thing by it. No, but what I think you're talking about is, is in much more of a kind of, like, Catholic guilt Absolutely. sort of way. Absolutely, which is why I also strongly had canon that he was raised Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> um. Which is, like, I was actually, it's funny, because I was actually just talking with somebody else, like, literally tonight, uh-huh. about, because this ties into part of the reason why I don't, ha- haven't been able to, like, emotionally get into Daredevil sure. at all, because a lot of, I think, like, the, like, concepts of it and stuff yeah. are, like, strongly based on the fact that, like, Matt Murdock is a person who has a ton of, like, Catholic guilt, which is a thing that right. I just, like, fundamentally well, cannot right. and, like, relate this is, to this and is, have like, no interest a in. a word worldview that I kind of had to, like, over time, like, work out and kind of, like, talk myself sure. into, like, understanding on a certain way, because, sure. like, it's absolutely not. Like, my extended family is Catholic, yeah. so I feel like I have a certain, like, knowledge of, like, right. Catholicism, but I don't, like, I, I've never been religious and I don't, like, feel that yeah. way, and I don't operate, like, even just, like, ethically right. with this kind of framework. Right. But, well, I mean, um... Like, I was... I, I do not relate to Catholic guilt yeah. at all, because I was raised with Jewish guilt, which is not about disappointing God, it's about disappointing your mother, which right. is, like, no. super, super, like, yeah, sort no. of opposite in a certain way. Well, right, because you don't, you can't disappoint Jewish God. That's not no. how that works. No, no, what? <laughs> Even just, like, saying no. it is, like, it's so funny, yeah. but, like, no, it's just not how that works. So, so I don't, I don't really think that Lex, like, believes in God. Right? No, but there is but a has, sort of, he has like, a sense of there being, like, like if a, you were, a, a, a sin, right? right. As well, a thing if you that were, can, like, you... If you were raised in that framework, yeah. like, I do think that there is a, like, a... There's a, stuff that can a, creep in, Right, even a if you way that person, a yeah. person can think that's, like, literally just about, like, I feel bad about doing this thing on a fundamental level because it's fundamentally wrong, not because right. of, like other things or other people's reactions or like like just right just well the act of doing it is wrong and i feel i mean obviously the way you were describing it there makes it kind of just sound like having any morals at all but this is not coming <laughs> off well for me is but, it? but i mean like no but like in this way where it like the thing the thing that gets that i think of like is like i can be like i there are things that i think are wrong and i would feel bad if i did them but it wouldn't no. make me Make well, me a bad person yeah. fundamentally. Right. No, I it mean, would be a thing that I did. Right. Well, I mean, I think yeah. I think I think of it more in the way that like if you hurt someone, yeah, like it's it's the thing like what should you feel guilty about? You feel guilty about like, or at least you know, in yeah, my context, that someone you feel bi- guilty about the fact that the other person is hurt. Absolutely. Whereas, like, it's not, right? Yeah. The, the, it's what not, I'm talking about yeah. is like feeling guilty about like. It's not about the fact that the other person is hurt, but the act of hurting them no. itself was bad. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Which is, like, a different thing. Right. Yeah. Like, so, it's not about the other person, it's about the act. Yes. And that that there are things that can have good outcomes, but be bad things. Yeah. Um, Which, okay, see, and I... I just want to keep going further and further outside <laughs> of this actual season. Um... But so, like, yeah, I think he's he's had this idea that he's fundamentally bad, right? Sure. Um, and, like, that that's part of the reason, like, in Zero, why he, like, 
took the fall for that girl, like... Because he, because he, he, was feels, like, he like, feels like, I'm a bad person right. and I deserve punishment anyway. Right. Or also, like, like he... Pro- we don't really know much about this girl, but I right. think he must have been, like, pretty invested in her. Yeah. And, like, I think it's possible that he thought she was a good person. Mm. And, like, even when she killed someone, he was like, oh, no, she's, like, a good person. She shouldn't get the consequences for this, but, like, I am a bad person. I mean, also, he, like, didn't actually get the consequences without <laughs> being rich. Right. But, um, which was a practical concern. But, like, yeah. you know, partly it's, like, that thing. The thing is that he doesn't, like, because he doesn't believe in God... He doesn't have, like, he can't go to confession or whatever. Right. Like, he's not actually religious in that way. Right. So he, but but then, like, the, the baptismal whatever thing right. is, like, then, like, that becomes redemption. And then increasingly it's, like, Clark becomes redemption. Mm. Like, Clark is a good person. I and see. Clark ha- knows what is, like, you know... Um, has, like, moral authority. Okay. Um, and, like, now he has to try and not disappoint Clark in this way where Clark is kind of God. Um. Mm. And that's interesting in the context of, like, Superman mythos of, yes. like, Superman as a, a, a moral authority and the... Right. Well, and see, like, part of the reason that this works is, like, this all makes sense... To me, psychologically, from Lex's point of view. Sure. But it also is kind of what the show thinks. Yeah. On, to different extents. Sure. Um, but I feel like, like, well, because, like, you think that the show thinks that Lex is a bad person. I mean, fundamentally. Well, the show operates with, so much with the foreknowledge that he is going to be a bad person. That it sort of doesn't matter that he, like, actually isn't yet. Yeah. Because everyone sort of just knows that he is going to be. Right. Um, Like, I think the thing about, like, Jonathan hating him so much is, like, you can make it make sense from, like, the perspective of just Jonathan being just a dick and, like, Lionel and everything, but it also is sort of because, like, everyone sort of knows that he is going to be evil. Yeah. Like, not really, but, you know. Everyone except Clark. Yeah. But, like, even Clark, I feel like sometimes, like, kind of no. Not, that. I think, no. this early. No. But, I mean, like, well, there's there's times, like, what that time when Clark was, like, was had that line of, like, if you keep shutting doors in his face, he's going to turn into exactly... Uh, where he's, like, yeah. has, like, too much metatextual awareness. Right. Um, right. Which is really just sort of bad writing. Yeah, it's no, not, I like, mean, that's... Real that's... characterization stuff. Right. But it, like, sort of... The show sort of operates with that. Right. Um, but, yeah, like, I feel like the show does on some level want you to think that Clark has moral authority mm-hmm. that I'm personally unwilling to grant that he has. Sure. Um, because he's not that, you know, he's not that great. I mean... <laughs> he's not that great. For one thing, <laughs> if you have ever encountered the website Super Dickery, yeah. you know that Clark well, is not always a great person. Also, also, Silver Age comics were batshit. Yeah, I mean, Super Dickery covers a lot of ground. Is that website still up? I hope so. I hope so. I haven't checked on it Oh in a my while. god! It would make me so sad if it I isn't. I know. It was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, like, that website is also about, like, how there were lots of gorillas in the Silver Age <laughs> and stuff. So. Like I said, also, Silver Age comics were fucking batshit. But no. But, but I mean, like, the, the thing other is, like, thing is, well, besides that, Clark also is a 14-year-old yeah. kid here. Right. Well, he, so, like, even even absolutely. if I'm willing to grant that sometime in this universe, Clark will be some sort of person who has 
you know, a moral authority. Like, probably he doesn't yet because he's a 14-year-old boy. Right. Well, and this is sort of the part where it's also, like, it's it's not actually fair of Lex to, like, put this particular kind of, like, right. psychological, like... Absolutely. Like, you are personally responsible for my, like, redemption. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's pretty intense. Yeah. But I feel like is like, exactly the kind of, like... Thing that Lex would do. Way too over-intense, like, yeah, symbolic deal. Like, that's sort of his whole thing. Yes. (laughs) Which, like, yeah, so, like, I have, you know, I don't know, we can, we don't need to get into this now, but, like, I feel like you can sort of map out different stuff, like, over the seasons of, like, what Lex is trying to do. Um, Because one of the things I think in much later seasons is that he sort of thinks, like, well, there's stuff, like, the there's, like, alien threats, right? Right. Which is, in fact, true. true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, like, somebody needs to, like, do something to protect people. And, like, the things that need doing are bad. And doing them makes me a bad person. But mm. I am going to do them so that other people don't have to. Yeah. Which is, like, a really kind of... Yeah, I don't know. It's, like, my utilitarian mind is like that's not how actions work (laughs) if things have good outcomes then they're good you know yeah but like i mean obviously like i also probably don't think that he should be doing those things because yeah but right um but and it's like oh gosh see this is where i think this next episode is really interesting that we haven't watched yet because because he kills Nixon to protect Jonathan, right? Right. And Jonathan Jonathan says this thing of, like, I don't remember the exact whatever, but he's like, well, it's good, th- it's like, we would, like, killing people is bad and we would never do it, but it's a good thing Lex was here to do it, you know? Mm. Which is, like, exactly playing into that thing yeah. of, like, some actions are bad, and, like, doing them makes you a bad person. Right. It's a good thing we have this person here who will do the bad things for us so we can still be good people yeah. and profit off of him doing bad things. Yeah, that's... Ugh. And, like, the more you talk about this, the more I'm like, there are definitely, like, other characters, like, in other shows. Oh, yeah. Like, fan no, I mean, characters like... that I think, like, totally operate on this. Like, because you don't watch Leverage, but, like, no. Elliot on sure. Leverage is absolutely a character. No, I think like, there's a lot of... A lot who, like, of characters under who, that. Who, who think this way, and a, a lot of people probably who think this right, way. Right, who are like, like, I'm a bad person, so, like, I will protect these people I yeah. love by doing the bad things so they don't have to. Right. Yeah, so that's sort of my way too much time spent thinking about Lex thing. Definitely. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I also think it's interesting, Um, like, with all the thinking I've been doing about, like, Lana, right? Sure. Is, like, that she clearly, like, I think she and Lex sort of both do the thing we were talking about in one episode Lex doing of, like, they need to, like, have someone prove. Like, Lana wants someone to prove that she's their top priority, you know? Right. And I think, like, Lex wants that too, actually. Like, that's kind of, yeah. like, Lex need to te- Lex Lex doesn't trust anyone, so he needs to, like, test people's loyalty. Right. And, like, Lana doesn't, like, do the particular, like, set up a trap or whatever, but she kind of, like... No, but like she... waiting for, like, she's also sort of, like... Right, she doesn't vocalize, like, I want you to do this thing. She's waiting for somebody to come along and intuit that she right. wants them to do the thing. Right, right, totally. And it's, like, they kind of are both, like, don't trust that anyone is going to, like, 
I mean, it's sort of, you know, like, different things, sort of. Right. But, like... Right. And the, and the other thing is that, like, makes Clark awful for both of them, right? Because right. Because Clark is never going to live up to either he's of those He's never going to intuit what Lana wants, and he's never going to, like... Well, right, and also, like, he's never he's never actually going to put either of them first. No, he can't He possibly. can't put any one person first. No. Um, which is where I think, like, Lana is not actually, like, strongly moral as a character. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Lana is sort of a Slytherin in the sense that she's mostly about, like, people's loyalties. Yeah. Um, and she wants someone to be, like, you are the most important thing, like, above any kind of, like, principle. Yeah. And, um, well, and I was actually, I was thinking about this earlier when you were, ta- when you were talking about, like, the characters who, like, are like, well, I am a bad person, so I will do the bad things. I was thinking about this in terms of, like, Hogwarts House Sorting, and yeah. how, like, that is, like, such a, like, it's, it's, I think of, of that sort of, like, dividing into, like, who will do the good and bad things, and, like, to what ends, yeah. and, like, good or bad person, as, like, a, like, very, like, Gryffindor and Slytherin thing. No, absolutely, right. I agree. Because it's, like, Definitely not Ravenclaw. Right. Um, and no. probably not Hufflepuff no. either. No, it's like um, a, it's like a, a very, like, basically all of the characters I can think of that, like, think like this and, like, use this sort of framework are, like, Gryffindors and Slytherins. Right. It's one of those points where, like, Gryffindors and Slytherins are, like, more similar than they are different. Right. And even just, like, thinking about it in the context of, like, so obviously, like, I don't believe that an action yeah. itself in that, is, like... In that particular kind of way. In that particular yeah. kind of way is, like, this is a bad thing, and, like, I'm a bad person, right. so, like, I will do the bad thing. But, like, you know, like, if, like, I am I am willing to do things, like, for my friends, if, like, they wouldn't do it for themselves, I'm like, well, this is a thing that should be done, so, like, if you won't do right. it, I will do this thing. Right. Like, not because sure. I think I'm a bad person, but that's and just like you, right. But because that's I a, believe it should yeah. be done, it operates a little bit differently. Yeah, it does. Like, Which is, yeah. I think, in some ways, possibly where the Slytherin Gryffindor split is. But it might also be a little bit, yeah, hard to say. It, yeah, it, probably, hard to say. You know, it's what it probably doesn't totally map in that way. No, not perfectly. But, um, but yeah, but there's interesting like stuff there in terms of like. No, I would actually say possibly the the stronger divide, like Slytherin versus Gryffindor, is like what you are doing the bad thing for. Yeah, uh, right. Like whether it's like just people that you are close to, yeah, or like some idea of like the greater good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Do we have anything else to say? No, I think that's probably that's probably it. Yeah, I don't know. It's this is this is, this season is such a like. But yeah, I don't know. Like, overall, I think I disliked some individual episodes and individual characters, but for the most part, I don't know. I didn't... See, I think... I didn't hate watching this season. No, like, I, I, I sort of never really... I think there's going to be more stuff that I, like, enjoy more going in, into the next couple seasons. Yeah, well, um, seasons, like, two and three are kind of considered, like, the height of the show, right? Yeah, season three has, like, the best stuff, definitely. Um, two has a lot of, like, kind of bullshit or whatever, but, like, the thing is basically, like, if they're doing, like, stuff that's about Clark and Lex, I pretty much will like it, even if I, like, like it in a way where I'm really mad. Right. Um, so. You'll enjoy being mad at it. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't... It was, like, it was pretty bad, but, you know... Yes. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, it was fun bad. Like, I I suspect, like, so obviously I haven't seen, like, the later stuff. Yeah. But I kind of suspect that, like, I will get, like, more angry at yeah. later seasons in a, no. like, See, I think, but I, I do think, like, just general quality-wise, like, this is worse than than season two or season three oh, significantly. Yeah. Like, even sure. in the sense that, like, the episodes in season two that are, like, just ridiculous but, like, fun right. will be, like, more ridiculous and fun yeah. than these episodes ever were. So. Right, right. So, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to that. All right, so. Um, so yeah, that'll do for our season one wrap-up. And, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sure I'll have to cut that down a lot. Yeah. Um, um, but so. we'd also like to announce that we're we're doing a, a giveaway because we we happened to get a free uh, season one box set a little while ago. Yes. So uh, which is in much better condition than the old season one box set <laughs> that I had sitting around. Uh, so we are passing this lovely set of DVDs, which are practically. Obsolete. Obsolete, yeah. Although you get the special features. So, which hey. may or may not be of any interest. We should yeah. actually watch some, some of the special features. We should watch some of the special sometime. features. Yeah, we definitely but, should. Uh, um, we should just do, like, a bonus episode sometime where we watch, like, the special features on, like, the, like, first three seasons DVDs yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so we are, so we're giving away a box set of season one of Smallville. So, um, because, hey, we got through season one, and you yeah. got through listening to us talk about all of season one. So, um, if you'd like to enter this giveaway for this box set, all you have to do is, um, we'll have a tweet and a post on Tumblr, and all you have to do is retweet. You have to be following us on whatever platform you enter on. Um, but to enter, all you have to do is retweet that tweet or reblog the Tumblr post. And, uh, at the end of, uh, a few weeks here, we'll, uh, yeah. we'll close the giveaway and we will draw a, uh, random from yeah. pooled between the two sites. We'll, we'll, uh, and we're, we'll, we'll choose a random entry. Ship to wherever. So. Yep. So, yeah, not, not, limited to North America or whatever. All you have to do is, uh, yeah, be following us and be willing to give us your address so we can send it to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll post those, uh, yeah, we'll have those up. We'll have those up when this goes up. So yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for sticking with us through season one, if you're still listening. <laughs> and, um, we, uh, we hope you're enjoying it, and, uh, please, please do send us your asks and reply to us on Twitter. We love talking with, with those of you who have, who have sent us stuff and, you know, hearing your thoughts on season one. If you'd like to send us any recs or, just, or yeah. anything, just chat, you know, please feel, feel free to contact us. Our ask box and Twitter ats are always open. If you'd like to uh, leave us a review on the iTunes store, that would be super awesome. Rate us and tell us what you think. So thanks so much for sticking with us, guys. Yeah, and and we'll we will see you, see you next season. For season two. Yay!